firecrackers, it's Naomi, and welcome back to the Firecracker Department Podcast. You know, I am an actor, writer, director, producer, but then I started this podcast, and I love it. I love sharing other people's stories and voices with you, and I love the feedback that we get. I love the people that are coming into our community, because we are building something pretty cool in the firecracker department. We've started a comedy department, an art department, uh, a script department in Los Angeles and Toronto coming up. Uh, We've got plans to start a fashion department. So there's something for everybody and these are all different forms of starting platforms for women's voices and stories. So come on along. Come join the community. It's better off if you're there. Now this week, okay, my guest this week is Chantel Kreviatsuk. What? How? Why? How come? Yes, I know. I'm lucky. Chantel is a singer, songwriter, activist, actress, artist. What can't she do? Amazing mother, fantastic wife. Um, I did a film with her called Kiss and Cry. And again, she's one of those people that you meet and you're like, oh, we've been friends forever. And you have these discussions that are um, in depth. They don't. You know, we just didn't, we didn't talk about movies and the weather. We went right into like, what is making your heart sing or what's breaking your heart. And, um, you know, I just, I mean, I've always loved her music. Haven't you? Oh my God, her music hits my heart in a way that I I feel like, um, it's like an old friend. It's like an old friend that whenever I hear one of her songs, I'm like, oh, hello again. And, uh, yeah, it just, uh, she's very, very special artist. Uh, she has a new album out called Christmas is a Way of Life, my dear. And she and her husband of 20 years, I might add. What? If I had a hat on right now, I would take my hat off to you because that is incredible. Uh, her husband, Rain Maida from Our Lady Peace, she and he were the subjects of a documentary that they created. And it was directed by one of our firecrackers, Annie Bradley. That's pretty cool. It's called I'm Gonna Break Your Heart and it is beautiful i mean these this couple they're they're true to their journey i'll tell you that and they put it all out there in this movie and it's also coupled with music and again that music is so heartfelt so go and check this movie out it's called i'm gonna break your heart check out our albums for some amazing music and lyrics that are just gonna fill your heart uh i have to say when i went over to her place Again, she just welcomed me as if we were like best buds. We, um, we ate, well, you'll hear this, but we ate nachos. We had um, green drinks. Her kid would pop in and they would negotiate um, parenting things. I mean, it's kind of a treat, you know, when you get to see uh, somebody's life from the inside like that because it makes me just fall in love with them even more. She's just such a, such a true person. Here she is talking with me, and you're going to get to know her just a little bit more now. Here's my chat with Chantal Kravietsuk. I've just been meaning to talk with you for so long. And this you should, is so this should be a podcast. It's on. Okay, great. So, we're, so we've started yeah. that. Yeah, it's okay. started. So you've been meaning to talk to me. <laughs> you're and, recapping for me. And I, I feel like when, you know, with certain people, you're like, yeah, let's do that. And then you kind of know in the back of your head, it's probably not ever gonna freaking happen you don't want it to happen or or? maybe you do but is it is it really like is it practical like is it gonna happen and then other people like I think with you honestly I I feel like I could probably just like move in with you now I feel like right and we've only like known each other for a heartbeat and we only really I mean we weren't even we were in the same film but we weren't even in the same scene yeah and so we sort of 
cross paths in a very like makeup trailer way. Really? Yeah. But, but you, know, yes. you just know it's certain people. And then yeah. you're like, no, 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 I really do want to see that person. But it's just so hard. And LA's the worst. LA's the worst. That's why I was like, I'm coming to you. Because if you don't live in the same easy. neighborhood, it's hard. We're in Las Vilas. So yeah, it's, it's like, far. It's far, but it's also like, I love exploring different parts. Like, I've never been. I love it too. Area. I just have to have the time. And kids, like, you're not yeah, supposed to. I'm yeah. just setting my time. I'm timer. glad you actually understand that. Oh, yeah. But my yoga instructor just fired me. What? Well, because she was hustling me. Because she started hustling me, and I, I, I didn't notice. I, I don't notice that in people at all. That she wanted to show me an idea, and there was something musical attached to it, and I was like, okay. But I just couldn't get to the yoga studio when she's there. Like, right. she owns it. So, so she's I, like, it's not, it's not so working So she, she thought I was avoiding her. I was like, no, 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 actually, I can only come to yoga after drop-off. Yeah. And then the rest of my day is like, it goes by like that, and then I do pickups. Yeah. So, and so... Um, I think I'd hurt her feelings, you know, by just not being able to quite get to her to so she could show me her freaking idea. It's like, oh my god, come there to your yoga. yoga studio to show me your idea when I'm freaking there. I think it counts to be <gasps> flexible. Like I'm a very flexible. But you, you don't have kids, me, and you know. Yeah. Whereas people, some people, Naomi, who don't have kids. Oh no. No. I can't what is that? any kind of demanding from anybody with kids. I, I have like flexibility. Because if you had called like, even if you'd called like half an hour ago and I was on my way and you go, it's not going to work, I'd be like, all right. Okay, guess what? I have kids and I'm like that too. Yeah. I have kids and honestly, if I'm be. like on my way out the door and my friend says, oh my God, you're not going to believe this, blah, 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 I can't go, I'd be like, so bad. I mean, that happens. Yeah. Like, I just, whatever. But don't you find with friends that are like, you said you were going to come at 6 o'clock and it's 6.10. I'm like, I don't, I can't Traumatized from this. childhood, they need therapy. Something needs to get. But everybody needs so therapy. So then okay, let's everyone go does bag. need, a ther- need right? therapy. But the other thing was, then she sent me a song. And that New was yoga totally lady? different. Yeah. And then, and then that, that was she totally created? Different. Yeah. Oh. And no, but I'm not interested. When I've just come off the road and I've been playing. What do you mean like I, she wants like to, to for you to record it's it? It's a hustle. Or? That's, a, that's oh, the yeah, moment of the hustle. hustle. I'm sorry. It's like, it's the hustle. Like. I mean, aren't we all, though? Yes. Like, a little but bit? But it's like, stay in your lane. Like, I go to your studio. I pay you right. for some solace. Yes, I agree with you. I'm and not the gonna... only way she had my phone number right. was because she wanted to communicate with me. I wanted to co- communicate with her about, like, new yoga instructors, and she just valued my opinions. She was very yeah. sweet. But she was hustling me. Like, I now realize, like, none and of you, that. didn't she feel it? I mean, in retrospect? Because you can tell, Now right? I can sort of see, and then I heard some other stories, and I realized it wasn't me alone. But... Anyway, um, I did go to a therapist once that was like, oh, I saw you on yeah, that show. Cool. And I was like, that's the last. We have a last... therapist that won't ask, does not, won't even yeah. let us say what we do. Yeah. And re- will never look us up. Like, they don't want to know. Because no. it, it just grays it, man. Absolutely. Bring it. Self-awareness. Okay. It's just, the self-awareness is at a premium right now. Like, I just feel like that's the thing. Do you think it thing. always has been? Or do you think, like, I feel like you are at a heightened state of self-awareness. Well, like, for instance, I've already noticed that I'm dominating the conversation. I've interrupted you too many times. Like, I'm that attuned to, like, space and people's uh, equity and... Right. But here's the thing. It's it's your podcast. Like, no, it's, you. it's yours. No, it's me, but I'm interviewing you. You're my guest. I want you to this talk. Is a very, this is a conversation. I'm going to that I say. This is a conversation, and it's only great if both of us are contributing to it. And here, my friend, is this beginning of this little... Lunch okay, yeah. So, so the first thing let is, me just give I'm a little obsessed. bit of a yeah. thing, because I came in, you're like, I've got this bag full of stuff. Yeah. So let's dive into what this... Okay, so the first thing is, I thought we would, <gasps> just out of lunch. our copper mugs here, have an organic superfruit greens from Evolution. I just love them, because you know what? I'm allergic to spinach, kale, and... No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. 
fricker. <laughs> and we go in there, and I'm like, well, wait a second. It's pineapple and cucumber. Oh, no, there's spinach. I love anything green because I feel like it's like. I'm not sure if you should have this uh, before or after the other stuff. The other stuff will be fun, though, because we can have it throughout. And I'm I, not for anything. I think Cheers. the grocery lady st- stole our dessert because that got screwed up. <laughs> Should we have it really close to the mic, like that? I'm going to talk for the rest of the time into the cups. We're doing our own walnut. <laughs> okay, delish. Fantastic. I got us these so sweet. blue chips. Oh, I love it. And my favorite guacamole, the, the Whole Foods guacamole. Oh, my fave. Love it. My husband loves that one, too. I'll move this guy over yeah, here. Yeah, move it over. Get rid of all the, yeah. The things that you can't eat yep. shouldn't be on Should the table. Should be on the table. And then these can be for, <gasps> they're, they're soy free nut, free milk free, no eggs. Um, I don't know how the hell they made them. They're made of paper, apparently. They're made of baby breath and joy. Right? Um, muffins. Little blueberry that's muffins. That's so sweet. So I'm going to check these. I love nice. it. Thank you. That's so lovely of you to prepare. You know, oh, look at my little son there just walking around like a cutie that he is. Um, want to dive into one of these with me? Oh, is, share one? wow! You went right in. Well, I'm yeah. Sure. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not oh, and I also cool. bought us the those whole those ones from Whole Foods the the peanut butter chocolate. Um, they're they're like a rip off of the peanut butter cups. Oh yeah. The dark chocolate ones, and they are missing in action. So that's I the know. lady. But you know what? I had this idea. We'll dump my bag on the floor and okay. go through it because it's insane Do right it. now. And maybe they're in there. Well, if they don't, we owe them an apology, those ladies, that I also am cursing for you right now. The people that stole your peanut butter treats. I'm wondering. Right? I would steal them if someone forgot to take them. Um, do you want to do the bag now? Or do you want sure, to say that? Hang on. It's yeah. up to you. It feels like we're in the motion. It feels like, it feels like you are, like when you say, do you want to go into my purse? Some <laughs> would never do that. Oh! It's so insane right now that but we like, have to. It sort of, to me, it epitomizes your approach to life. Like, you want to just go in? What do you mess. Want to, what do you want to know about me? I mean, mess is normal. It is, but we're not all comfortable. Like, I grew up with a British woman, oh, which is my mother. <laughs> so there was mess everywhere, internal, external, but not spoken about. I think the more it's not spoken about, the more messy your life is. Right. Like, that into itself is a type of mess. Where did you get that from? Who, who like... You, your dad was like a businessman, right? A pool. Didn't he? Well, there was mess in my house. Uh, a pool, man, um, pool company. Yeah. Um, there was mess. We had mess. And, Would you uh, talk about it? Do you have family meetings? I feel like, you know, they have these these great words they use in therapy to describe family styles mm-hmm. and family dynamics. Mm-hmm. Styles, and there's avoidant. Mm-hmm. There's chaotic. There's a combined. There's Mine only the is, two styles? There's, there's avoidant. Mm-hmm. And then there's chaotic. And then there's a combo mm-hmm. of avoidant, chaotic. My dysfunctional background <laughs> is very both mixed. Right. So the chaos was in the the parts that were a mess, but then the healing was avoided. I feel. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like we didn't we didn't go in quite properly. I mean, probably a few times we did. We had it. We had this. We had this, such a, an absolutely, like, total shit show crisis, like the epic most winner of all epic crises about seven years ago. Yeah. And um, that, for me, was just, In your like, family. Or in my in family. Your, in my, in your, not not in me extended. and my kids. No, we're perfect. Um, yeah, no, no, no just that's The evidence. family I come from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's clear. I've... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, my children help me in with their groceries. Um, you know you're sweating right now. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, yeah. Perspire. Um, no, so, no, but anyway, um, my 
my my my instinct at that time when we had this like absolutely like this is the for sure like jackpot of all crises um was oh okay now we have a family meeting like with a mediator like with someone who truly knows how to come at these things and, right right oh yeah and it was like it didn't even dawn on me that anyone would say no i got the person in the right city where we were all like it was just so incredibly natural to right. me they were like, no. <laughs> it was absolutely not even a thought in anyone else's mind that that would be like yeah. an, a, 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 an obvious thing to do. Like you have a pursuit for that awareness. I do. And it is like like hardcore. Like I feel like every time I've right. ever, even like, even this, even when we see each other, we saw each other once and I feel like we didn't go into like, mm, where were you born? It went into like. What's going on in your life? How's your heart? How's your soul? Like, it went deep. Well, I feel Where's like... Where's that from? I feel like all the other stuff is just sort of um, the fluff. And, and the real shit is what really connects us as human beings. And we have such a power, like, to, to, to heal each other and make each other feel reassured and safe and, yeah. and warm and comfortable and all that good stuff. Um, and I do truly love making other people feel like who they are for real is is um is not only embraced but it's awesome and i i love making people feel that i love them and i and i and i love people knowing that i love them for who they are like just from the get go i do i yes i what a great i actually approach to relationships that's yeah. so lovely i actually really love people like a lot of times i'm like i freaking hate everybody and i just want to be with my dog on an island there's that you yeah. know but at my essence i i think i get it from my dad i just absolutely love people and and whatever that looks like like sometimes it's just that like i'm on stage and people are laughing or crying or feeling transformed from from the event or whatever and and I just am so happy mm -hmm. that everybody is getting the fuck away from their crap and is in their chair just having a freaking second. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's hard. I think I recognize that, like, everything, like, that that in every human being it's hard. Like, we went to church the other day because my, my, my thirdborn is religious. And, I mean, he's just so he's Italian just calabrese. It's in his DNA. It's Great. insane. Yeah. So we support that 100%. And I think if you are a believer in an organized religion, it's actually more handy. <laughs> to have like something right like that. Accessible. Yeah. Like, I'm in Mesop you know, Mesopotamia. I need a church. Like, you can yeah. you have your go people. somewhere as your people. Yeah. It's great. Um, and so we support him. And we were at, he needed to go to Easter Mass. So we all went. And it was so much fun. And, and then, you know, they were passing the plate. Our priest is a riot. Um, passed the plate. Amazing choir music. I grew up in the church. So all the songs would say, well, funny thing about Catholicism yeah, is we sing this, they sing the same damn songs as we Baptists. Mm -hmm. All the same. Same hymn books, all that. But, but I can't take their bread in their communion. I made the priest give me communion one time. He just was freaked out by it. It was so funny. Um, did you come across a, a song called Walk Hand in Hand with Me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my mom's favorite song. Yeah, we should look up that one later and sing it. So, I mean, I just freaking love all those songs. Yeah. I can't, for sure. Okay, so Amazing. you so, so I'm sitting, we're there, mm -hmm. and, like, the, 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 the plate is passed, and then there's that, like, extended version, like, the extended choir singing moment right, right. where you just get Key to, change. like, it, sure, and the, you get to go inside yourself and, and, 
pray and they, they what I love about the Catholic Church is then you fold out that knee kneeling right, right, thingy. Right. So comfy. Oh, oh, my husband loves that. He's like, oh, why do we have to put that back down? <laughs> so anyway, you get to kneel in there, put your head down on the pew in front of you and just and pray. And so for me, what happened was I had this amazing cathartic moment. And I, I first started out, I, I, I'm not going to say pray because that's weird to me. I don't know. I, I more just focused and meditated or thought on um, the people who, when they were celebrating their Easter, blew up in these mm -hmm. churches across Sri Lanka. And then I thought of the story of that girl in Bangladesh. Uh, I'm supposed to go to Bangladesh in the summer with War Child. And I thought of, holy crap, this girl who went into her headmaster's school uh, uh, office um, and, and he fondled her or something and she told her parents and they were pursuing it all properly and, and any, anyway they ended up burning her on the top of the, on right. the roof yeah. and she just died uh, weeks after suffering all these burns to her body and, um, and then I just started to think about like you know the suffering of the people sort of that I don't know and then I started to think about the suffering of, of the people I do know and people who write to me through all the various fan mail, mm -hmm. audience, you know, social platform, whatever. And I, I, I started to go through this lit, and it was like almost like this this really uh, outer body experience where I wasn't even control. The list was just like, you have two seconds with this one, you have two seconds with this one. And they were just coming and coming and coming at me. And um, and then I, I, I thought of like my my own friends and the people I know intimately and then I realized that even people that I don't think about them as being like in a crisis per se, it was like each human being I know, if I think of their name, I know their cross they bear. Right. And that's every fucking person. But that's in life. That's you though, right? But but that's but, not but, like a but typical... it is every person. Like just for a moment, try this. Okay. Think of like five people you know. Right. Okay. Name it in your head. Got it? Uh-huh. Okay. Cross bear. Do you know it? Um, yeah. Great. Think of another person. Like, do you know? It, yeah, it, I mean, it doesn't but, have to be that they're like in the hospital. that's because you go deep or, with people, though. But I don't think this is what or I'm saying. Or you might have like a sixth sense of no, sense. No, like, I don't think it's that. I think it's how we're exploring. What, you know, what's the roomie saying? I actually just posted it. It's, it's, you know, in order to become the, uh, in order to know the beloved, you have to become the beloved. Right. Right. So maybe it's a level of beloved. I don't know. Uh, maybe my my beloved levels are just off the chart. It might I be. I mean, I I, I don't just, know. I'm in awe of that kind of self awareness. But 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 don't journey. you think it's true though? Like like okay, if I think I guess of, if you stop it, if you stop long you, enough and go like really what they and I don't think people stop long enough to maybe be that that's empathetic. It. But maybe that's also kind of like I don't mean my job like it's what I'm paid for. It's like in my job as a human earthling, that's what I'm like. I'm like a sleuth of you know, I want to know. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. And I don't, I think I'm not like, I want to know. curiosity and it's your curiosity intent sure. yeah. is uh, a little bit different than some people's. Whereas like, I feel like our instincts were like, we're pushing instincts down a mm. lot. So that if you meet somebody on the street and they're like, hi, you'll probably go, oh, I, something triggered, something clicked, something's going on with that person. Whereas another person would go, something's going on with that person. Oh, well. Right. And move on. And I'll ignore that instinct. And I feel like you tap into all those instincts, not only with yourself and your family, but like with everyone. Like 
it might be yeah, exhausting. I yeah, it's, it's, I get tired. And then and then what's what can be really frustrating for me is sorry, I'm just gonna. Sh oh, they're both shut. I, I what can be frustrating is, you know, I I've I'm kind of getting past even judgment now, like which is really exciting in my work as a human being. Yeah, yeah, because that's the goal. Judgment of others or yourself. Judgment of anything, anyone. Yeah. Honestly, because. You know, I, I often think like, okay, what is this enlightenment thing? It's really, I think what it is, is the ability, like, like, I don't even believe in prison. I don't even believe in jail. I don't believe in punishment. I don't believe in any of it. I mean, not to say you, you, you obviously have to keep people who are danger to others away from other people. Right. Okay. But like, everything comes from somewhere. Everything comes from like, a, you know, a deficiency of, of, of love of the the human um, basic needs that we have as a child, you know, an an environment that is suitable for a child or an infant, and and it spawns from there, right? Yeah. Um, and and so I don't know. I just I just see people as as being. Was there something that triggered this? Sorry, I interrupted you. You see people as being. Finish that. Just Sorry. see them as all. We come here to this world, unbeknownst to us. Like we're just kind of like here you are in this mm -hmm. weird ball mm -hmm. spinning in the universe and good luck with that. And, yeah. And um, it's not easy, you know, and, no. and capacity is, is uh, you know, is uh, subject specific. I mean, it's not, it's not, um, we all don't get the same amount of capacity right. on all sorts of levels. And um, yeah, I just, I mean, you know, God, we could have so much conversation about like prison systems and, you know, I guess my 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 question is like, wh what triggered this? Because were do were you born like this? Did you always have this instinct to dive deep into your friendships, or did something? I think like... I did. I think I think I had I had really cool relationships with my my cousins. One who who sadly passed away at thirty six and was like my bestie. Right. Um, yeah, like you had some tragedy early too. Yeah, like, I, I mean, think Brenda that died. must shake Brenda it up. died now almost twenty years ago, um, and. Um, I was just so close to her when I was little, and I think she she maybe she maybe connected with me on a really neat level. From I was too little to be friends with her in a weird way because she was nine years older than me. Right. But she was like she was like cousins are awesome because they can be a sibling without some of the crap. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a lot of solace and sanctuary in each other, and um, I don't know. I think I I felt. I felt some, I felt some, um, early on, I think I got some insight into, you know, angst. And as a, as a child, you got in? Yeah, yeah. Early on. Where, where, My cousins say I was advising manifest. them when they were, um, like 17, yeah. 18, 20, and I was six. And you were advising yeah, them. Yeah, my parents were too so young. You had like were, the little Lucy. Um, I, I knew what to say said, and I knew how to comfort them really? when I was really little. Yeah. That's like that. that's like another life or something that you've got. Like that's an instinct that not everybody has. You know yeah. that though, right? I, I think the truth. You know that that's an extraordinary thing. I, I just don't think know. that sometimes Is it's it? not something that. I mean, I wasn't advising people. I was trying to, but nobody would listen to mm. me. So that might be something. But no, like that's something that I don't think everybody has. And this innate pursuit of a depth of awareness that you have is, I I think. Um, I don't know. Not I typical. don't know. I don't know. I don't know about any, you know, extra. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know, chip, chip and guacamole? Yeah, for sure. I'm not sure, but I do think that it's not about... It just is what it is. And, yeah. and I think probably at the end of the day, that's probably why I love art and I love writing music and... I mean, that's a, you're right. an artist, right? That's like... Yeah, I'm a totally batshit artist, yeah. absolutely. And I don't think everybody who creates are artists. And I was thinking about the... Ugh, right? Don't get me started. <laughs> that's what this mm. is all about. Well, but, you know, I don't know, though, because then... And then, then that can bring up judgy me, and I don't, I don't... You know, if you're on your trip and you need to get it out and you need, need to do what you gotta do, do what you gotta do. Well, here's... Here, I'm curious about your... Oh, yeah. Thank you for the wallet. Uh, I'm curious about the time that your art turned into your business. Do you remember that? Like, I remember seeing some, I have a friend who's a really good cook, and I was like, you should start, Right. you should do this. Like, this is, you're right. really good. Right. And she's like, but why? I like what I'm doing. Why would I want to turn it into a business? <laughs> and I could just enjoy it as right. my passion. Oh, you should get my husband in here. We're not even, like, allowed to listen to music unless I approve it. Because I'm so right. annoyed by most music, you know? Right. Did you feel that, like, when you had your, like, your big turning point in your 20s, did mm -hmm. you find yourself going, oh, it's no longer my art and my passion, it's becoming my business? And I Well, to... there is that piece, but, you know, I I clearly didn't um, conform to the um, evolution of pop or what was going to be. Yeah. I, I wasn't really going to do that because then you had to be basically on the pole, and I just can't do it. So, it seems to have worked for you, though. Like, your journey. Yeah, I try to stay off the pole. And then, you know, you get out of... You get, you end up not being as popular. And, and that's okay. I mean, you know, there's all sorts of good stuff, you know, going on. We're starting to talk about ageism. We're starting to talk, like, why do we become less viable? And, you know, I mean, look at these boobies. Look at them! Oh, my God, no, you're really forcing it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I did not show it, uh, She 100% did. But no, um, I, you know what? <laughs> Look at them. You'll never like know. See her Mary Tyler Moore. Remember that? In, yeah, um, so good. What's that yeah. movie? Anyway, she flashed. Look at my breasts. Yeah. Uh, I know. I just think that, did, were you able to reverberate back from business into your art? Like, was there a time when you went, oh, wait a second, I'm getting too businessy? Oh, there were a couple times when I got sort of held, you know, over the rails to make something sound radio and it just it just was terrible right. and I was so angry at the you know sort of white men in charge of that and, right and but I mean then you need to make a living too so I know it's hard that... it's hard but for me as long as I spoke about things I knew yeah and I don't mean like I'm an authority on anything I mean things like as an artist to me truth is the art that's mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. I just that's my my absolute um, mo as an artist. Right. Like, tell your truth. Because how do you? I have mental blockage. I have writing block. No, you don't have writer's block. You actually don't. Yeah. You're just overthinking it. You're already the art because you're unique to any other human being on the planet. Yeah. So how you say it will never ever be exactly. You could take the exact same song, exact same soliloquy, exact same painting, and have another person try to replicate it. And it will still have their own um, brand of, of style, like their mm -hmm. own style on it. Because you just, I mean, unless that's your goal is to be, make it sound exact, like maybe it yeah. will, but I doubt it. And maybe like, it shakes it up a little bit. I mean, sometimes you need to sort of not copy somebody, but like. No, emulating's emulate great. In order to find out what your version emulating's is. Emulating's amazing. I don't even mind it. I do it all the time, but there's no you. 
Like, right. that's the neat thing. I mean, you know, human beings are like snowflakes. There's no two. I mean, really, there's there's no two alike. And yeah. so open your mouth and boom, it's it's different than how any other person would say or do it. So so I wish people would just live in that, yeah. you know. And Did you have an idea of what your what you wanted your career to be? Um, I like wanted looking around it this to... place where you're like, oh, yeah, this is what I imagined. I would imagine more <laughs> windows. Thank God, there's windows there. I'm I'm a very window person, and Rain Rain had had the ability to work with this space. To it's a it's a great room um, in terms of how it's engineered. Yeah. But I need light, so thank yeah, God yeah. there's there's windows there that helps me. Um, yeah. Did I think? Of, I mean, I don't know about. I thrive in like. Um, new environments. So mm-hmm. I do like working in our home studio. But then I like going somewhere mm-hmm. and seeing how that feels and what new energy yeah. um, brings into the space, you know. Yeah. I, I, I do thrive like that. I think it's interesting. And did you see, like, when you started going on your trajectory of your career, did you start to go, oh, no, I want more of this and less of this? Or were you just taking things as they come? I mean... It looked like you were just, like, bang, 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 like, hits and collaborations and yeah, movies and shows. I was trying just to be myself and be truthful in whatever experience I was having. Right. So even if I was working with a pop star, it needed to have that. If you listen to all my songs, it always has something. Well, this is what I think or what I hope. It should make you feel something. Like yeah. It should make you kind of go, oh, just a little bit of a, yeah. like a yearning a bit. Yeah, and some that's of them might they break my do. heart. Like I, some I think I listened to a lot of your music, like when like your, my early twenties. Uh huh. And now when I listen to it, I'm like, oh, like I have to re. I, I want to like reintroduce your music so that it hasn't got the pain of my twenties. Right. But now the joy of where I am. Yeah. Now. No, actually, you know what's funny is color moving and still is is. Uh, I'm sort of like, oh my gosh, you were 24, 25, yeah. and you wrote that album. Yeah. Like I, I don't think I could write that. album. Well, what do you think that is, though? Why? I mean, I get it. Sometimes I look back at the stuff I was doing then, and I'm like, oh man, I was like fearless, and I was. Oh, that's a good word. Bold. For it. Yeah. Bold. And now I'm. I've got. I don't know. I've got. I don't. I don't like to say I'm timid. I don't think I'm timid, but I think I'm cautious. I've become cautious. More and and your consciousness can be the enemy. Like your mindfulness yeah. can. Yeah, you don't want to get rid of that. How do you, like you do this art, guy that's yeah. like Judgy McJudgerson looking right. at, oh, sneakers, you're, you think that's funny? That kind yeah, of stuff. you're dumb. Sometimes it's kidding. actually me saying it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like a oh, fluid relationship. <laughs> oh, we're really complicating us two people inside my head. It's three. Is that right? Well, sure, because listen. Oh, my. It's, um, okay, hold on. I always, I always, you have to remember here. You have the here and now, what we're saying. Yeah. Okay? And then you have your um, your uh, narrative in your brain, like this conversation that's happening. Uh-huh. Okay, and then there's that third uh, silent but deadly um, director who can control the conversation or not. Right. You can choose to ignore the conversation in your mind, the narrative, or you can come in and be like, "Excuse me, right. this is my stage." <laughs> You off with your head, and you. Where did you come from? You know, you you have to be able. Which to... Which I sometimes can do. I can sometimes go, "Hey, you shut up." Yes, yeah, shut sometimes it. I'm Just like, zip it. Oh, that's training, though, don't you think? Don't you? Have to, we have to constantly be training our brain away from like the the negative stuff and like that's 
that's a constant training effort for well, me. Well, maybe that's enlightenment. Maybe enlightenment isn't. What was the first thing I said? Enlightenment is not judging. Well, now we're getting to judgment of self. Maybe maybe enlightenment is when you live in the state, that fluid state of being so incredibly dialed in mm-hmm. to the narrative mm-hmm. that you're actually making it all one, you know? I mean, maybe that maybe. would be the thing. Yeah. But I, I notice when I'm in that state, I take more of a beat. I am super thoughtful with what I say and I my words slow down and I'm like I'm 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 quite quite a lot different when I'm the, there's this um thing I heard that I I just was fascinated by there's three mysteries to life. Naomi, the first mystery. What is the mystery of the world? Oh, um the Grand Canyon. No. <laughs> what made the Big Bang Bang? Okay. Okay, that's, that's a pretty first. big one. Yeah, that's I mean the Grand Canyon's a big one, but but really like the main like what, you know, yeah. Infin- infinity. That's the second one? I think so. Well, maybe infinity is first. I'm off by two. I was going to say the caramel thing, but go on. Um, yeah, how did they get the caramel? I, I got a lot more mysteries, egg. obviously. You know, I mean, really. So bang? No, maybe infinity. it's infinity and okay. then bang. Okay. Maybe. And then the third one is mind-brain. So does the brain pathology feed the mindset or does the mindset feed the brain the good pathology, which then in turn, it's kind of chicken and egg stuff, I yeah. guess. Um, but it's sort of like certain people are just, they're more depressive, right? And their brain pathology probably, re, if you were right. to look at it, like it probably is just like, oh, that is very depressed brain pathology. Like it's right. just sadder brain pathology. Right. Okay, what would you say your three uh, mysteries are? Oh, to my life? Yeah. What happened to my boobies? <laughs> is one of them. They were so fabulous. I'm going to tell you there's three kids out there that <laughs> tell what you what's happened to you. Not um, to say your boobies aren't fantastic. Okay. And you what happened but, to my vagina? No, I mean, kidding. that's again, I don't know your life. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, what happened to my kitchen? Oh, I used to have such that's a something kitchen. that might yeah. be a mystery. We need to work on that. I, I need a new kitchen. Oh, God. Oh, but no. anyway. So what do you yeah. think? What do you think you're like three? Or like what are the things that you are constantly seeking balance in? Mm. Whew. well the people I love and and not wanting to have any regrets about the distribution of that love right you know? you're talking about your boys well my and boys are number one my yeah. husband and my boys are number one and so but I love you know my other people my family my immediate family like you know my parents are getting older and and it just it kills me and I, I see them and they've they've they, they 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 change older people change and and they 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 really blossom in a different way and and that relationship has so much potential right and yeah. you kind of want to get right in there and hey maybe Winnipeg? i will move back home are they still in Winnipeg? <laughs> bye rain i'm going back to the bank oh boy no 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 um <laughs> but yeah they they well they're in canada and then they're also in uh, palm palm desert in okay. the winter a little bit so All i right, get so to see close. them quite a bit mm-hmm. um so like the balance, that balance is hard love. you know Balance of love distribution it's hard. Is, is tough. Because yeah. you're a communal person. Yeah. Right? We well, we all people. are, right? We all need our people. Mm, some people more than less. Like, I think I do. T- like, as soon as I land somewhere, I'm like, who are my people? I don't think those people that, that you're saying they don't need their people, they don't know it. We come from yeah, we come needing from community. Yeah. And people who have lost it, I mean... That's horrible, but I think naturally. No, we... I think some people more than other. Like some people are fine being by themselves for longer. I'm okay sure. by myself. I like it. And I then, don't mind being alone. No, and then I need yep. to change it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, 
There's also just like, you know, you, the Eastern European part of me that's incredibly guilty, yeah. that part. There's the guilt stuff, you Is know. Is this the, one of the, your balancers? Is that what you mean? Yeah, like, like just feeling of, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Making sure that everyone is, uh, cut, their cup is full and, mm-hmm. you know, feeling, feeling um, valued mm-hmm. and appreciated yeah. and all that stuff is important. That seems like you're running on like a really high level of... Um, putting things out you're looking after people that come into saying what's your cross to bear you're you're looking after your family friends making sure their cup is full like do you have a level of yeah but i need a good manicure you know what i'm saying let's be honest (laughs) at the end of the day it's all about my toes at the end of the day i just need a manicure but do you have a burnout are you do you have no i think i'm really balanced with also recognizing that this is also my life experience and and that you know i only get one chance here and yeah you know, there's, there's, I mean, and look at my puppy. Look at that face. How right. do you, how do you resist that? I mean, we no. need time together. So I spent a lot of time in the hill and hiking. And, yeah. Um, I obviously don't know where to go to yoga next, but I did do oh, a lot yeah. of yoga until. Did you ever have burnout? Like when you're, uh, when you first got into the machine of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you know, like, was there something that kind of slapped you in the face and went, oh, you got to realign? Well, Lucky for me, I met my husband when I was so young, mm-hmm. and so he's really been my sounding board and anchor, and um, sometimes like just the the kick in the head that mm-hmm. I that I need, you know, to mm-hmm. really remind me of myself and yeah. what you know what we're doing here. Uh, did you ever did you ever give up? Did you ever give up your career? Not your husband. Oh, oh, I think I'm married. Yeah, every day, sweetie. No, I want to talk <laughs> about your marriage, but because there's so many. Um, anyway, we'll get into that. But was there ever a time that you went, I, this business is too hard? couple times you know a couple of times when I saw because you know people's pr- perspective like it changes well no perspective of you of like oh she's got it going on what she has no problems in the world and oh. I always think there's such right yeah. but I think there's something yeah. about like speaking about those things so that people go look we're all in this together yeah I mean I think what people need to understand is that you don't like hit the the bing yeah. and then you stay there right like just reverberating forever yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's, it, it's not like that um, and I think also people don't understand that, you know, some of the things that have been the most celebrated of mine have been my least money makers. Right. You know, like I didn't write Feels Like Home and I didn't write Le- Leaving on a Jet Plane. Right. But those were like hugely successful songs that I recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I recorded, you know, I have a Gwen Stefani hit. I have a Pitbull hit. I barely make a dime off of them because right. there were samples on them or, you know, it's, it's like, I can remember this one time I, I had my son go to a private school and, and he just wasn't thriving there like yeah. he was he was as a person he wasn't it was just not doing anything for him though like I'm like why is he here you know and I was in the middle of a meeting with him and his his headmaster and I love telling these stories because I'm sure these are things that everyday regular people understand mm-hmm. that to send your child to a school that you supplement like you pay extra mm-hmm. or whatever is a big deal yeah. it is and um we don't take it lightly in our house um <clears throat> and I can remember sitting in the office and I, I was trying to explain to my son, I was like, do you understand what I have to do? Right. For you to be so here. So that you can be here right now. Do you understand? Like, I was trying to explain sacrifice to my son, you know? And he was, like, in fifth grade and totally batshit. Like, yeah. he's, my oldest is just this wild child. He's incredible. But he was not thinking about. Yeah. Okay. He shouldn't. He's At in that fifth age. grade. Yeah, right. right. So his, his the dean of, of his, um, you know, lower school or whatever said, Rowan, your mom doesn't just have to be great at what she she is as an artist, as a singer, or whatever. 
Do you know that every day she wakes up and tries to think of how she will put that out and monetize it? And really, I was like, okay, I wasted a lot of money here, but I just got my money's worth because no one ever said it quite. Like, right. It's the simplest thing, but it's like, yeah, I wake up every day and try to figure out how to respectfully yeah. and organically, yeah. which is some and people. Authentically. Yes. Yeah. Some people are like shameless. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm like, yep, I say I'm a yoga instructor, but no, I just want to freaking record a song <laughs> right. with you, bitch. Like, right. Right. they're shameless right. me. And, and, and F you if you don't like it, you know? Yeah. That's not me. That is not me. The part of me that identifies other people's pain and is compassionate is utterly, like, like sick in her stomach to right. think that anyone would think I am bothering them, that I'm hitting them up. It's hard for me. Yeah. Um, and, like, there's, there's times, like, yeah, I have done it, I do it, and, and, it, and I'm, I, it's okay, it's fine, and... Some people are fine and they make you feel comfortable, but that's not easy for me. It has to be so authentic on some level. I don't take things from people without knowing that that means that I will be there for them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. no, I need to a, know there's a, a favor coming back. Yeah, like there's a pace of love there for me <clears throat> yeah. that is conscious and slow and thoughtful and and so when that man said that in front of my son, I thought I I had this moment, Naomi, where I just I wept for me mm. and I allowed myself. To see me in that state of, of trying, of being a person who wakes up every day and mm -hmm. actually has to try. Yeah. You know, at, at the whatever the Chantal Kerviasic level is. Do you know what I mean? Like, it is yeah. what it is. It's a constant. It is. And I think that once you have any semblance of success or not success, even you financially. Look like a, you look like a douche for asking for anything. You look like a drip. <laughs> I thought you meant right now, and I was like, you "Why? Because like of what I'm wearing?" Right now. <laughs> oh my god, Naomi! That's totally off topic. But some, you know what? You're not wrong. It's a bad dress. On. No, it's gorgeous. Actually, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm not dressed for this." No. But like, yeah, like you feel like people see you in this light that you're successful. Right. So why would you ever need to put yourself out there? I know, but and that's I, the artist's journey too. Mm -hmm. Like. Uh, I love how much went into your mouth and how much went onto the what floor. What the hell is with that? <laughs> and you know what? I know artists, and I won't name names. We don't name, name, name names. But you know what? I actually believe that that is the biggest cross they bear. Because they're so massive. That they can't ask? They can't ask. They can't put themselves out in a certain way. And so it becomes the ruin of them. Yeah. That they Do you stop find it asking. easy to ask for favors? That's what I'm saying. I don't help? find it. I don't find it easy. What I what the the thing for me is that things they have to be authentic, you know. And so that's why I love my project with my husband right now because it's yeah. about marriage and it's so fucking real that it doesn't get more real. It's pioneering levels real, and so um, I have no problem. I'm like, hi, Oprah. Not not even lying right now. Right, you called Oprah. I literally what, hit did, up Oprah. Do you have her direct line? <laughs> and, there, and there is the hustle. <laughs> Can I get that number? Oh, no, I was like just in shock. I mean, but that's also the pursuit of what you want, right? Like in the early days when you first started as a singer-songwriter, like the the drive of like, I want this so badly. See, I didn't really have that. You didn't? I, my drive. You had luck in your back pocket. Yeah, then. I did. I think so. Well, my, but, dr my drive was to be great. 
But that's what I mean. Like, I But wanna... it was not. My drive was to be great at the experience of writing a song and singing it. My drive was not for public it wasn't um, adoration. It? it wasn't to share it I with was people? not a big sharer. Oh. Mm-mm. You just wanted to be I wanted to be really good at, at my thing. And right. I really drew a lot of peace and healing in the process of making music, even if that meant performing it. Yeah. But I was out of touch with mass or public right. um, embrace. So then how did that drive change once you, by accident, got... I have got... so many stories about how uncomfortable I was that there was a public or en masse um, piece to this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> like when I people would walk up to me in Toronto and ask for an autograph or something on the street... I would freak out and I would call the record company and I'd say, you stop telling, paying people to come up to me. You oh, stop it. Wow. I went a little crazy. We moved because I went a little crazy. Yeah. If I walked in a room and people knew me, I wanted to crawl in the dirt. If I walked in a room and nobody knew me, I wanted to crawl in the right. dirt because I felt oh, like a, a failure. Fucking so confusing time. It was, and I was so young. And so yeah. one day my husband came home and I said, while you were away, I sold our house. Oh, yeah, you told me this. I did. I sold yeah. our house. And he was like, you Right. And I was like, for this much. And right. he was like, okay. <laughs> and then he's like, where are we going? So we just got a, a sort of smaller version of where we were living yeah. um, in another area of town um, that had easy, easy access to the airport. And we decided we would come home for family and friends and for any work that would, would ever come, but that we needed to be alone, isolated, and be in our love and yeah. in our life where this was yeah. less of a thing. Yeah. It was too young. Like, I'd go for dinner with him, try to be normal. I was so in love with Rain, and I just wanted to hang and do romantic things. And, like, he'd go to the bathroom, and, like, girls would rush to the table, and they'd be like... Because I seem like the more amiable one, you know? Right. And they'd be like, do you think he'll talk to us when he comes back? And I'd be like, I don't fucking know! <laughs> We're having a night together. <laughs> yeah. And it just yeah. got where it was becoming... Like, I wasn't in touch with the narrative in my brain, but definitely the conversation yeah. was a little too leaning on this aspect of the experience. Yeah. And so I really wanted to run away from it. And I did. How did you how did you alter that? Then you just hibernate for a while and cocoon yeah. and get, get sure. back Incubate, to yourself? Um yeah. be a person. Like I love my LA life because if you don't like me, it's because you don't like me. And you tell me off because you want to tell me off. Like, like if you're a mom at the school and you're oh, pro- right. like, whatever. Like, it's like, super. Who's telling you off? Everybody. Like, oh, my God. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, yeah. if, if, whereas in Canada, if people know me, I can trigger them to hate me. If people know me, I can trigger them to be kinder. It's, it's weird. Right. It's, there's an extra thing. And I'm not like Celine Dion, but I'm still someone who has been on on the TV, and yeah. it's just weird. It just is. Like yeah. I've 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 calculated the fact that like my friends in Canada see me way more than I do. Right. They've seen me over the twenty right. plus years that I've not lived there constantly. Yeah. And have a relationship with me that is skewed to that more than I do. Yeah. I mean it. Yeah. So now what drives you? The, the authenticity and the art and, and people. Because I really I really feel that the years that I spent nourishing my family life and being, you know, the best version of Chantal Kerviasic that I could possibly be has made me be able to go into that experience without any issue. Mm-hmm. Like, now I don't care. When someone comes up, I'm like, 
okay, this yeah. is awesome. I'm excited to meet you too. And I'm just so excited that you know my music. And like, I, I yeah. was such a very different and welcoming and, and appreciative, I think, healthy experience with somebody maybe knowing my music or, or having been on the ride, you know, a little right. bit or whatever invested in, in me as a Canadian artist. And, and it's fun yeah. it's, as, a, as it opposed, because it's been in doses as opposed to right. largely, you know, okay, now I'm dropping. Like imagine poor Rain and I, it would be like they were the, the gym teacher's a fan of OLP and, uh, you know, the English yeah. teacher's a fan of Sean. And, and uh, can you sing at the fundraiser? And, and no, I don't know. Yeah. You know? But, Every but once. But, but all, and it would be it's just, it's, that's what happens. Yeah. That, it is, that is what happens. Yeah. And I do that stuff anyway. I do it here, I do it there, but it's just a little bit more on, you know, I hate to say it, on, on my healthy terms, and, and it makes a better person. I don't think that's bad to say, though. Well, that's boundary setting, though. It, well, boundary, listen to me. Boundaries. <laughs> I am full I'll on tell you what. You. <laughs> boundaries uh, should be two things uh, that we have to teach our kids, I think, um, within the, the EQ thing that most people are not, you know, we need to get right into the EQ thing and... and be preemptive in how we raise our kids so we're not just paying for their therapy later. Boundary setting is number one. And number two is um, <clears throat> is teaching our children coping mechanisms that yeah. won't hurt them. Cope, right, so like addictions and things like that. Yeah, le- letting them get in front of, of life. Yeah. Um, coming at it with with some tools some coping mechanisms did you have did you have coping mechanisms no as a kid no. none the only one i had was uh, was completely natural and that was just playing the piano and singing so i'd just right. go write songs right. so i don't know if i'd be here if i didn't have that did you ever be like oh i need a i need a crutch <laughs> like i remember being like, like you really mean a london time. bump like a yeah maybe i mean i've never <laughs> done cocaine but i remember a time going oh i wish i was into drugs i was i wish i had like i more. always say I wish I was a heroin addict because I'd be in a ball in my bed right now, just totally yeah. dosing. Like, I just want like a month of it. Yeah. No, but you know what? I shouldn't joke because I have friends who have decided that that would that be is their world. The, the, the thing yeah. and have lost their children or yeah. over it. And it, you but know, you guys have maintained like a healthy. Yeah, we are. It's I mean, incredible. I, 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 the other day, my teeth whitened. And uh, I had to go have coffee for three days. That's and, just hell. And by the third day, my husband <laughs> had a straw ready for me. He was like, drink the coffee. <laughs> so yeah. coffee, I do like to have a glass of white wine. Yeah. Um, and Is I'm it still to... music your, your go-to for when you're like ah, I wish I had more time. Places. Yeah, I wish I had more time to wallow in some self-pity. And then I'd probably find myself at the piano more as a form of healing than right. I do. But you know what? I live in such a an incredibly... I'm so lucky because I get to perform and I see my performances as a very meditative yeah. experience. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm sure if, you know, you looked at my brain pathology, there might be some things wrong, but I think that the, the part where, you know, that the, there would be healthy brain pathology from, um, from lots of practice, meditational yeah. practice. And, and, and I think it's to, from yoga and from, and from the performances. Yeah. And you don't do performances halfway. Like I've never no. seen even like, it's like a, one of those great breakfast television clips and you're still like connecting and it's, there's something's costing you to perform every song. Yeah. I That's definitely don't feel, it. yeah. I just don't feel like you have to do anything. Like I feel like when you sit down, like I can say, Oh, I don't want to perform tonight. And then the moment I sit down and I touch the keys, I'm in it. And I don't know if you have that experience as well as a performer, but for me, it fuels me. And it just, it's like, nope, this is, this is it. And then 
after that out of the gate like horse thing mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. there's no more thought of like I don't want to be here right you know yeah I um I, I get that maybe on the first laugh on something because it's in the world of comedy but sure yeah so do you ever is there anything that you um because I remember listening to an interview of, and you were talking about how much you invest and how much you lean into your work and things like that so is there mm. anything that you don't feel like you can perform live anymore yeah I mean I wrote a song about a guy I was dating when I met my husband and no. yeah but that's because it's weird yeah that's a bit weird but no I mean I I'm totally open I'm what I find really fun is when somebody shouts out a like you know weird deep track and and in a show and I'm like oh that one oh yeah. my gosh and then I just kind of like throw it out there yeah. in the middle of the show are they all in fun. there oh gosh sure on some level I mean yeah. I don't have all my monologues in there but I don't. I don't know do monologues, them. man. That's yeah, intense. that's ridiculous. That's a I'm not going to carry around Tatiana from Midsummer Night's Dream. Seriously, God. <laughs> um, what about what about surprising yourself? Like, you, do you have you discovered anything in your art that you're like, oh, I didn't know I could do that? Um, Twenty years later. Yeah. Well, there was a moment there where I was doing the Mariah Carey screaming mm -hmm, thing, and it was really mm -hmm. funny. But then it went away, so I don't do it anymore. Did you um, just discover it? And be like, yeah. oh, I just wanted to see if I could do that, and then come back. It was down. there. Yeah. I, I, I took it into to shows for a while. And, um, gosh, you know, um, well, I play the guitar now. Yeah. And I, I'm sort of still kind of terrible at it, but I'm fine enough to get up and be terrible at it. Doesn't scare you? Nah. It doesn't nah. feel like much scares you. Nothing scares me. I really, like, I mm -hmm. sometimes talk to people about what, like, fears and... You know, the dig, the deeper we dig, you go like, well, actually, that does scare me, but I can't see anything that... Well, I, I got over my so worst bold. fears. I used to be uh, frightened to fly. When yeah. I turned around 20 years old, I, I, I developed a fear of flying, and it yeah. lasted until I was, um, no, maybe it was maybe more like when I started flying a lot. Yeah. So around 22, 23. <clears throat> and it was horrific. We used to have the phones on the planes, and I was spending $1,000 per flight. Just talking on just the phone. Just talking on the phone. And I'd call my mom, my mother-in-law, my husband, those poor three people, and they would walk me through the severe turbulence. Wow. And then one day, I, it's a long story, but it involved my husband. I was at a gate, and they announced, while I was holding my baby, my brand new baby, they announced that there was going to be tur severe turbulence on the flight. And I had a gig to get to and in Calgary. And, and I called my husband. I was like, there's going to be turbulence. They even announced it at the gate. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't. But I had yeah, it. I've never heard, I've never like, heard of that. Actually, recently, I heard rough. them say that. Wow. Recently at a gate, they were like, there's going to be a lot of turbulence. But uh, anyway, so my husband said, well, how far, like how many, how long is that? And I said, it's a couple hours. And he said, well, just get on and put your little cape on and feed the baby and yeah. know, put him to sleep. And by the time you're done a, a one cycle of, you know, feed, burp, swaddle sleep, he, he, you know, you'll, 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 you'll have landed. Yeah. And it was just very, you know, sensible, yeah. nice advice. So I did. I got on that plane and there was turbulence and I fed Ron. And I remember at one point. The moment when it was like I would have been normally jumping into the seat next to me mm -hmm. on the stranger's lap, mm -hmm. you know, or calling someone to say I needed alcohol, like kind of thing. I looked down at my son, and he was like in a milk coma. Right. And I was like, "Look at this kid. This is all complete crap. He has no idea." So I realized that I just need to put myself in a, in mil a milk coma, milk coma <laughs> but but like in a choice way. Right. So I made this little decision with myself. And that was that I would never, ever give an extra heartbeat to turbulence again. And I never, ever have. Mm. And that was 
15 years ago. Right. And that was really the biggest thing I ever overcame because it, it was so intense. Like I was like a deer in headlights. Yeah. Like I, not a deer in headlights, you know, like, like I was so scared that you couldn't, it was like labor. Like yeah. I, you couldn't even, I couldn't hear what you were saying because I was so frightened. And it's completely gone now and I just counsel other people who have fear of flying now. Do you feel like your job is to counsel people? Um, like not just in fear of flying, but in life. Yeah, I mean, like it feels like that's, that's fine. A... I'm I'm into that theory totally. The trick is that I can't stand people who counsel others and then can't provide the same advice to yeah. themselves. So yeah, I'm yeah. totally fine with that title as long as I keep chipping away at how to listen to my own bullshit. Yeah, I mean, proof's in the pudding, right? That's it. But I mean, so far I'm not in the in the ball in my bed on heroin. Right. Yeah. So I'm touch wood. Yeah. So, I think so you're far. Be okay. I feel like if uh, by this time we have skills that are going to not let us get into the ball in the corner. I feel like... Like, could there be anything that rocks your world so drastically? I mean, never say never, but... I mean, if I lost my husband or my child, I don't know right. what I would do. Right. I, I really don't. Because we're not just, like, kind of family either. Like, we're not, like, the kind no. of... I mean, I know a lot of people, and I'm again, I'm not judging them. Just their experiences, they're, like, not that into it. You know what I their mean? Their family? Yes. Yeah. No, you guys are... Family. Like, like, we're super into it yeah. and really loving this experience, being a family, yeah. and 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 it's just incredible, and we're incredibly happy together. So I, you know, if I ever didn't have that, um, and I know it's not mine to control or keep. Like, right. I know that that's just the way, you know, the ball bounces, that shit happens, yeah. and I meet those people all the time. Yeah. So who am I to think that, that I, I'm immune to this, you know? But I still... I still feel that that could be the end of me if something happened to Rena or the kids. I mean, I, I have that same sort of, like, if that ever happened feeling, but I also have the self, like, I'm, I'm, I think I'm pretty strong. I think I can Yeah, like, I don't anything. feel that. I don't have that. You don't have the mm -mm. sense of strength? I'd have you? a sense of strength, but not if something happened to Rena or the kids. I feel like I just could not. I'm sorry, I lost my words. I feel like I could not manage that. Right. No, I don't. I feel like that trait of mine that's so, like into things yeah i would get stuck there for sure and yeah. i would just never be able to move from there i don't know well it feels like i mean uh, of course with your kids but with rain like your investment you guys are such a team yeah like, yeah were you like like i feel like you've delved into it deeply with your project recently yeah but was it like that before in its way like yeah. we would always spend a lot of time together yeah. we, we sometimes will joke that like this is ridiculous like how much time we spend yeah. together but when you're artists you know, you travel, and then when you're home, you're home. So yeah. it's like, like the kids will be like, "There's no other parents who both pick up and drop off. There's no other right. parents who both go to basketball we practice. Spend time with each other. <laughs> we just naturally do. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Was there anything that surprised you on this journey with Rain? Like, was there anything along the way that you went, "Oh, I knew we were gonna delve into this." Um, I'm surprised at how much of a calling this project is. Yes. Yeah. I'm surprised at how it's so much bigger than than me or him, and it always was going to be. Um, it's it's incredible to me that it 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 was prepared for us, mm -hmm. and we're simply the vessel. And it's just kind of coming. Oh, away. it's not like even it funny. Even... Yeah, it's like incredible. Have, yeah. there, was there anything in the um, in the edits of that of your documentary that you were like, we can't keep that in? The first edit, I told him I didn't speak for twenty four hours, and then he was like, "Are you gonna say what you're thinking?" I was like, "Well, you could put that out, but I won't be here." Right. I was like, "That but is why was it full just... kamikaze mode? Yeah, mo you know, moment for me." 
Um, it was um, revealing to it, well. What happened was we had a team, you know, and we enrolled people, and people have different agendas. And I don't mean that again. I don't mean that in a judgmental way. I mean that we all do have an agenda. Sure. And um, you know, some people's vision was the more outrageous or the darker or or the more toxic or the more you know. And like Rain and I were going through a kind of really difficult time. Like we've been together twenty three years. A right. difficult time for us could last a month or a year. Yeah. Like really, yeah. you know. But at the time, it was a bad time. And so, and the funny thing is, in a marriage, a bad time can also be um, equated to a time of growth, you know, or yeah, a, I mean, a dormant time, you know, yeah. or whatever you want to call it. So I think it always is, whether or not sure. you stay together at the end or not. Or it's not. A growing time. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, the edit that we f- that first came back, and of course it was a first try, so it's okay, but it was, it was leaning not to being hopeful. And I think that hope is everything in life. Like if there's no hope, then why? Right. So the hope had to come back in. And the funny thing about uh, the screen is that, um, you know, it can be just a very slight timing thing. And all of a sudden there's light, you know, it could just be the smallest nuances that, and pivots that, 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 that create, you know, a more hopeful edit. I mean, Mm -hmm. nothing really different ended up in or out of the film but the slightest but just, thing just just the timing of yeah. certain things um made it such that now it is an incredible it is it's an expose for sure it's it's authentic it's difficult um but it's funny as fuck yeah it is um uh moving um and and I think it's it's really connecting because mm-hmm. it's it's everyone's story. It's yeah. not just our story. And did you bash heads about the edit? Like there was there anything that you had to compromise, be like, all right. Couple things here and there. I'll like let that there was go. this one scene, two scenes. Like there were a couple of scenes that are just no longer in the film. Right. That you know, but I've never really been that like I only come to the table with battles if I really need to. Right. I have this lens that says you know what, if you put it over there about a football field away, it's an orange. Right. Right. But up close, it's... Up close, it's an orange with a bump here and a bump there. Yeah. But it's a freaking orange. Yeah. And I sort of look at art that way in the sense that, like, when you paint, you offer up lines and colors and shapes to aid the eye. Mm-hmm. The eye is already... It's osmosis. That's why you can look at those uh, funny things online, those viral, like, um, words... That aren't really words, yeah. But but you know what they're saying. You oh know yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Right, because right. we are like these creatures of osmosis. Yeah, and I feel like the film is that too. And so for me, it, it's like I only need to duke it out about something that's really going to actually change it from being like maybe an orange to like a mandarin right. or right. You know, a navel orange. <laughs> yes, like, I'll never know? look at a mandarin the same way. You know what I mean, is, though? Yeah. Like uh, if it's not really, it's like why fight for that? Right. And you have. Ten people all saying a different thing. Yeah. So passionate. Plus their partners. Oh. So, well, yeah. So <laughs> so you think to yourself, okay, well, if everyone has such an, a totally different opinion, that must mean that the truth is somewhere in here. Right. Like, right. And, and now that the film is out and I see everybody insert themselves in it, what I'm so fascinated by is that... Um, one person will walk away from the film and be like, oh, that was so cool watching you guys, you know, uh, create a song together. 
Oh, so cool watching watching the way you were able to get together with local performers and who you didn't even know and play with them. It was so cool that um, you two were able to do coaching on on camera. Oh my God, it was so neat that mm -hmm. you went to this cold island and I was so fascinated by how you were on this cold like every person came away with like a different like either trigger or even literally took something completely different from, yeah. from the film. Yeah, like which I find so fascinating. Yeah. Um, do you feel like that's a, like a natural spinoff to you know, like your podcast and stuff? And like, this is where your path is taking you naturally. Yeah. I mean, I think what's neat about the podcast is, um, that we sit back and we let that couple simply tell their story, right. the way they speak and interact and, and they come away feeling like they've done therapy and we learn from them. Like, Always. oh my God, it's, oh my God. it's. Couples should all get together. I agree. And and just talk about But just watching how, how they like communicate, how they interact, like, oh. what matters to mm -hmm. them to being a great couple. Or how about just the fact that like a couple might someone in a couple might say, "Well, for us to be a great couple, we feel that." And I'll be like, "Wow, you guys talk about how to be a great couple?" Right. Whoa. Yeah. You know, just little things like that have come out of the podcast that have been it's so beautiful. Like not supposed to be talked about like relationship uh, I don't the know, dynamics, like the, the goal setting, the dirty laundry the stuff, mess. Right? But yeah, yeah, it's it's like a we wrote a sketch show called "Still Figuring It Out" because we're oh, always great. figuring it out. You have to right? send me that I will. so that because you know, hello public, we're going to interview <laughs> Naomi and her husband for our podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see that or hear it. So in your um, because you know, in the in the art of war, there's a part where you self sabotage. Do you ever self-sabotage? Well, warm, I, I have this dream. I have a dream. Okay. And my dream is that we eradicate war mentality from the planet, from each dynamic. Right. I mean, so. that's not art of war in the actual sense of war. It's in, like, the journey. Like, I feel like, you know when you're, you're pursuing your goals and you get real close to your goals and then for some reason you self-sabotage, you don't get to that actual goal? Do you ever do that? I self-sabotage all the time. And what's that like for you? <sighs> Hard not to beat yourself up. Yeah. I'm actually getting better at it now, though. I'm not doing it as much anymore. Yeah. But well, it's a what did late, it used to look like? It used to look like I couldn't just, like, leave something alone. Right. And see the power in leaving it. Right. Um, but I've noticed as my, as my legend continues <laughs> and people come to me, yeah. I see... What makes me feel comfortable as a leader? What makes me feel comfortable as a mentor? Or makes me feel comfortable as somebody that might be able, like that is empowered yeah. when other people interact with me. So for example, my yoga instructor, she completely sabotaged our relationship. Right. Yeah. She did that. Yeah. It's over. And yeah. I'm sorry, um, but like that relationship isn't going to work for me. And I know that yeah. moving forward, you see. If she came to and went, ah, I was out of line. Could no, 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 the repair? relationship's over for it's me done. because I have too many children. Yeah, right. So now and when that, you And feel... that's what she doesn't realize. Like maybe in her world, she has 14 things she's managing and it's that's her pace, Yeah. right? I have 34. And so when something like that happens, I'm far more chop-chop. I can't do it. I can't yeah. physically do it. Right. Yeah. The and temple so has spoken. Now, that's right, the yeah. legend has spoken. That's right. Um, what, what does it look like now when you feel yourself self-sabotaging? I don't, I don't do, I'm, I get don't it do now. It. I don't do it now. Uh, so then what? Like, yeah, like a superstar I was working with the other day said to me, ugh, you always overthink, you know, yeah. to me. And I'm like, well, hello, that's why you called me to work with you, right. dumbass. Like, I'm 
I'm, I'm on, great Drake. at what I do because I... Know, I <laughs> Anyway, just by chance. No. Um, oh I'm just goodness. guessing. No. no. But anyway, um, so, you know, the funny thing is that the old me might have been like, well, what do you mean everything? I know. I get so like. I don't know. I don't care. I don't know how to do that. I don't yeah. know how to like. So then I went, went and wrote a personally. song called Overthinking. Did you? And I sent it to her. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Because <laughs> I'm a comedian. Yeah. Everything is, um, everything is fixable by a humor. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I also believe, is that a philosophy for you? I mean, if I can, if I, if it's on my dashboard yeah. and I can, I can have access to it, if it, if it's there in neon lights flashing, I'll take it. Yeah. I just have to remember it. sometimes don't you like, in your like overthinking, which is okay. I well, mean, it's a trait. Some, right. And it, and it, and it but, serves me sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. don't you find sometimes, and I do that too, where I'm overthinking, I'm like, oh, I gotta have more fun. I'm like, I'm a comedian. I should be having fun. And yet I'm like, oh, I'm churning of and course, working. And, yeah. Do you do that? Of course. Makes you feel a bit better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is everyone else having fun? Right. I'm the funniest one here. I'm so hard to have fun in the future. <laughs> yeah. Um, because you and you talk. One of the things I love about you is I feel like there's oh a gosh. bravery around you and the courage of like I am gonna speak my truth. It's sort of infectious, right? That you. I see like your interviews with Rain, or I see like a little bit of the documentary, and I'm like, oh, that looks fun. That looks Good. fun to dive deep. Did you did you get that by practice? Well, I just I just feel like the more I tapped into art being truth, yeah, and the more I tapped into connection, yeah. just being honesty amongst us, yeah, the the more it it, it it's fuel. It, it was fuel. Yeah. What I but was what there I a tipping was, point? Was there a moment that you went, oh, I like that feeling? Well, definitely, this project has brought me into that light more than any yeah. I've ever done. But even some of the like. You know, going out in the field with War Child or something has, or, 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 or just, you know, really delving into an issue or um, an initiative. I find that when you get to live in a truth, it's so, I hate to say it, it is fulfilling, it is it fun, is. it is meaningful, and then you just don't want to live any other way. It's you don't also like common. BS. It's also like that feeling of like, this is just who I am. It feels like a relief. It is a relief. Yeah. Like, oh, it's almost like being able to play the piano without heels on and just like, you know, because it's uncomfortable yeah. in the heels yes. or whatever. Oh, my God, I wore way too short of a dress for an event recently. It was just so uncomfortable. Mar yeah. Margaret Trudeau was right in front of me. Oh, well. And I forgot that it was going to be like this elevated stage. So, so it was you never know. Uh, I was like, but oh, she's probably the had the same thing. Oh, hello. You know, yeah, right. yeah, so um, I just think that the truth is is um, is awesome, and yeah. we need to. It's also relatable, right? Like I feel like that's why art is. Yeah. That's what expression is. Like, why so, is that so rocket science to people? I don't get it. It's not. It's like the. It's it's a different version of me too, right? It's people hearing this story that we're talking about today, and people going, "Oh, oh my gosh, we're not that dissimilar," and that's so comforting. Yeah. If you, like, I said to my friend the other day, like, how comforting it is to be like, I got this weird bump. And somebody going, oh, yeah, I have one of those. Like, great. So it's not shoulder cancer? Right. Is that what because I'm hearing? Because shoulder cancer, I heard, it's one is of the worst. really, like, running I mean, We are quite doing a marathon right for shoulder cancer coming up if you'd like to participate. Okay. Or is it in kilometers or it? miles? It's in miles. Oh, shit. Because we're in the States. Yeah. But maybe you could do the theme song for it and write a song for me. Is that okay? <laughs> Here are my lyrics. Uh, okay, let's wrap it up. I have a little, I have a question that I ask you. Okay. The 
end is okay. anything that you're reading that you're really jazzed about or a series or something that you're really inspired by. Yeah, I love the series Barry. I love with it. With Bill Hader. I love I just, it so much. For rigging. What do you think love that it. is? Well, like, I adore it, for sure. That's my one of my top three. What, what's your reason behind loving it so much? Well, first of all, I feel like the career of Bill Hader is just, like, I love that he's getting his shine on. Yeah. Um, because I heard an amazing podcast. It might have been Malcolm Gladwell. I can't remember. Did a feature on him. And his career is phenomenal. Yeah. He's brilliant. But he's never, ever been the shining one, really, in a way. Like, he's yeah. never been the, like... You know, I don't know. It's weird. It's like... No, you're right. He's been like the supporter. Kind of the supporter. And he's so, so strong as a writer and comedian that I'm just... And performer. And so I'm just so... I just love that. What's the Um, music? What what music have you heard that, like, of a new musician? Well, you know what? I'm sort of, like, already getting tired of how much Billie Eilish has played in my house. But I love her because she is starting to rid us of the Kardashian vibe in Young Girls. And I think it's really important for us to finally get off the pole. And she is, I think, single-handedly transforming a generation of young girls and I'm just so happy but it's got this like we were just in Japan and in Japan the girls they sort of do this hip rebelling thing by just wearing the biggest possible clothes they can yeah yeah and I just love it it's so beautiful like it's it's just just so whatever they want to be yeah, I, saw a I girl mean, they're the suppressed in another way. And but... she had pigtails yes! and a tutu. Yes. And the pigtails. Oh my God, you did that and you kind of look Japanese for I just did, a second. I'm, yeah. yeah. And so then, and then it was shaved at the back. And oh, I love it. She had shaved a smiley face into the back. I love it. And then she had a baby. Oh. And she had platform pink boots like this. It was, I was just like, I just love who you are. I don't even know, but I love that you feel like this is how you express yourself. Yeah, they're, it's just so bomb. And I yeah. feel like I feel like little Billy is like embodying what that is in her own way. And she's a bit darker and um, so on. But yeah. um, I don't really give a crap who writes what and it's maybe it's her big like you know what? Yeah. I just I just love that the that the the branding yeah. is no more Tartkin and I'm just so over the I get the, it. I'm so over that yeah i just utterly if i can judge anything that that's the thing i it just bothers me so much and i think it comes down to um like the whole kardashian thing the thing that i'm bothered by within it is is i really see a lot of self-mutilation in it and self-loathing and not coming into this world feeling it's one thing to embellish it's one thing to you know want to wear nice things and look pretty and so on but the idea of like utterly changing freaking everything about yourself going under the knife to do so and like you're talking to a girl who has a slice from ear to ear from an accident that was out of my control and I lived in a torture chamber from my accident and I just think why would anyone implant crap in their butt well you already have crap in your butt I mean like why would you put you know injections injections and, and, and 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 cutting and I mean that's really like that's cutting that's yeah. that's self mutilation in, yeah. in its way and then I get angry at like the medical system that they actually are it's supposed aging to aging too right it's our aging community that is like challenging everybody's perception of what it is to grow old I think just freaking grow old gracefully man like yeah. it's happening just like you know is there anything you battle with that like, do you battle aging. Maybe for a second here yeah. or there when I see something vile um, in a mirror. <laughs> 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 but then I just kind of fling my hair the other way. 
I sometimes, because I think we're also working, right? Like we're creating and we're living. And yeah. then somebody at the end of the day, I'll catch like a glimpse of the mirror. I'll be like, oh, no. I think we should just at some point treat life like Shiva and just put, you know, black, yeah. black cloth on Because I everywhere. feel really good. I feel <laughs> That's great. Thing. And then I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, yeah. you shouldn't feel as no. good as you do. <laughs> yeah, who are you to feel good? Yeah, you are wrong with you your are feelings. You are disgusting. Um, do you have any advice, any advice to your younger self before like Sony, before everything? I wouldn't because I was doing it right. And I would like to now do what I was doing then. Right. So advice to your present self is to try and get back in the head of that. crazy. What do you girl. think that is, though? How can you adjust that brain? Because I, um, I agree with you. I wish I could be more um, more bold. Yeah. I think when you're younger, you have less fear because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And now, you know. And so it's a little bit like you're kind of screwed now, right? With that whole, you can't unknow shit. Yeah. And then you can know almost too much. And then you have to go back into your regular relationships, be it with your partner, be it with your friends. And you're not relatable. You can actually be non-relatable to your audience. You can be non-relatable to, well, because you're all wrapped up in all sorts of like details and concepts and intelligence and, and solutions and all sorts of things. Because right. you're existing on a different you are. level. You're not necessarily you're, higher you're, or lower or whatever. No, no, no. no yeah. but, but you've gotten yourself into a rabbit hole, you yeah. know? And I love that image of the rabbit hole because, sure, you got in a rabbit hole, but now you're in a rabbit hole. Yeah. And, like, there's not a lot of room for a lot of people in a rabbit hole with you, is there? Right. You're alone down there. That's the problem with the rabbit freaking hole. Yeah. So, so Rain's saying, I just want to live. Yeah, Rain will often that, just though. be like, and I, I actually heard him mm-hmm. because I got sick of myself because I did so much self-awareness work yeah. and realized that I was turning into an asshole. I'm sorry, what? An asshole. Okay. I wasn't yeah. sure what language. I went into English okay. uh, <laughs> accent for some reason when I said it. Because <laughs> it, it did. Don't be not, yeah. such an asshole. It does yeah, like my, my husband just wonders, well, but why are you being such an asshole? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it just it just it dawned on me that it became, and and boring, like and boring and weird, yeah. and 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 and, and kind of like you just want like it's sort of like you want to sort of tell yourself to fuck off, and you know that everybody kind of wants to tell you to fuck off and get over yourself, and and it's super interesting. So Do you have I'm a sense of like standing up for yourself. I do. I have I have some sort of... I do. I have a justice police thing, and yeah. it, it applies to me sometimes, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But, like, when somebody's mistreated me, I'm like, don't you dare. Like, I feel the, like it's such a slap well, in my face. I think the more work you do on yourself, the more self-assured and healed you feel, the less of a victim you are, and the more that you're able to be like, um, that's unhealthy, and... Yeah. I'm not taking it. Like when I cut off the yoga instructor the other day, I have no problem. Right. None at all. I have no. I'm completely at peace with it. And I and I wasn't five or ten years ago. Right. But now I am. And you know, I mean, for me, I think um, a lot of it. I noticed with my girlfriends who don't have kids, like they'll sometimes tell me, "You're so lucky you have kids because you make some harsh decisions easier because mm-hmm. you don't have the bandwidth to 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 take on some of these." things yeah whereas you can like get trapped in some stuff yeah you know if you've got the time for it yeah <laughs> you know no, you're, right. you're right yeah, so yeah. and sometimes i can argue myself out of um being angry you notice like sure i'm so compassionate and so empathetic that i'll go well he or she didn't mean to do that to me 
because he's dealing with this. Yeah, that's fine. That. Just don't speak to that person ever again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I let, I'm like, people are human. They're letting Yeah, I forgive. I, I think forgive forgiveness fast. is beautiful. I, th- I think um, a good thing to do, though, is to pay, pay attention to what your body is telling you. We're mm-hmm. far more connected to our body than we realize. Our body's our temple. And if, and if our body is tense and tight and we feel sick to our tummy or we cannot breathe well or it's, it's overcoming us on any level, our heart rate goes up or, you know, that's a signal yeah and we have to yeah. take it and realize okay Check. this is this is the moment of, of the you know oxygen mask coming down and i have to take care of myself yeah and and then and then see how i feel after that yeah you're writing books my husband and i are writing a book but are you gonna write a book i will i mean i just feel like there's too many things yeah and i don't really want to sit the and try thing? to figure out the what? one thing because you're <laughs> <laughs> what's the thing that's out of balance for you um I do wish that I had more time for me. Yeah. I don't have a ton of time for me. Yeah. But I do what take... Does, what does that look like? Well, I would like to paint more. Yeah. I'd like to become much, much better at painting. And I really enjoy painting. Um, yeah. But I just don't have time for it right now. Do you have... Is there anything here? That you I'll show you something after. Right. Yeah. Nothing uh, in here. Yeah. So if you were painting once a week, you'd be like, oh, I'm, things are back in balance. Yeah. It's just the trouble with painting is it's really addicting because you make breakthroughs constantly. And so yeah. you need to paint like every day kind of thing. It's a really strange thing, especially for somebody who's an artist or a perfectionist. It's like you, you already have that sort of ethic about, yeah. you know, getting into something. And so for me, I, if I don't paint for a week, then I just leave it and then I leave it a month yeah. and then I leave it a year. And the next thing I don't have to paint it. And it's then when like I go to start again, oh, it's exactly the same thing. But I mean, I really relate because I've done um, several Bob Ross workshops, so oh, I get what you're talking wow, about. Wow, you're yeah. so hip. Yeah, you're I'm much pretty... more sophisticated than me. <laughs> well, I I could talk to you all day. Oh God, I told you I could move in with you. I know. We have to just take a trip to Hawaii. Okay, done. That's oh my I gosh. Thank you for yeah. agreeing to step out of your world for a little bit and talking to me. Oh no, baby, this is. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't she great? I mean, would I like you? No, I would not. She's just fantastic. And it was so awesome to finally sit down and talk with her and, like, just really hang out. You have to go and follow her because she's always releasing cool shots and different pods. She's got a podcast coming up. Don't forget to follow her on Instagram and Twitter, at Chantel Krev, K-R-E-V, if you need to know. And uh, I would love to know what stuck with you from my chat with Chantel Kravyatsuk. What resonated for you? What got you jazzed? What what inspired you? Uh, even a few words. I just, I love hearing from you. And I, big shout out to the folks that are, are responding and are doing like little comments and things like that. I so appreciate it. We're getting listeners from Berlin, from England, Malaysia, from all over North America, and uh, this community, we are building it. So it just got one better because because you're here. One more thing, catch up on some after shows on our YouTube channel until the next episode, because those are super fun, and you get to meet some of my core team members, and they're so delightful. Don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter, firecrackerdepartment.com. Subscribe, because that's where you're going to find out all the information that's coming your way about free tickets coming your way workshops new departments oh my gosh so many different things we are just building something so big and so cool and honest to goodness it's way better because you're here and the more people are reaching out the more people that are joining our membership and our core team it just gets better and better and better don't forget to take some time for yourself this month you know make sure you take like even an hour two hours maybe half a day And then dream up what you want to do for 2020 and maybe share it with us. 
I'd love to hear what your plans are, what your dreams are. And you can start the new decade with your cup full of firecracker dreams. Thank you so much to my big firecracker team. Oh my gosh, this team is building and uh, I couldn't do any of this without them. I want you to go over right now, firecrackerdepartment.com and check out the cool gals that are involved in this core team because they, they make my heart sing for realsies. None of this, none of this would be possible. I'd be just sitting at my computer crying because I, I wouldn't know how to handle all the things that have to get done. The editing, the, the marketing, the social media, the graphics, it's incredible. I'm just gonna say their names and I want you just to hear their names and know that these are all fabulous, fierce, vibrant women. Here's the team that are in LA. It's AJ Edmonds, Farah Marani, Emily Churchill, Monique Madrid, Camille Adams, Jordan Giddens, Deanna Moffat. And then in Toronto, there's a whole other chapter. And those are Joanne Boland, Anna Gustafson, Veronica Martin, Sydney Nielsen, Laura Lee DiMaggio, Winnie Wong, Naomi Wright, Chelsea McKenzie, and Sarah Bowden. And we're just getting started. There are people joining us all the time and we're lucky and we are better off for it. So thank you so much for all the folks that have reached out and said, hey, I see what you're doing in the firecracker department and I wanna help. Thank you. And don't forget about our UK chapter. We've got Vicki Beer over in England and she is staying up late because of the time zones and helping us get each and every podcast out and helping us build our community. So thank you. Maybe some of you are thinking, hey, I'd like to get involved. I really would love that. So why don't you go on over to our website, see what we're doing and see what part kind of jazzes you. It could be something in the comedy department, the art department, the script department, the red point department, where we celebrate aging in the arts. Uh, just go on over to firecracker.com and check us out. And then drop me a line at firecrackerdepartment at gmail.com and let's chat. You know it'd be great and you know what I'm gonna say is if you would reach out to us. Go over to Instagram or Twitter, at firecrackerdept. And while you're online, because who's kidding who, we're online all the time, why don't you go over and give us a little rating and review? Because it really helps us keep bringing these podcasts to you and keeps building our community. It really does. Thanks so much for listening right now. We know that you have two ears and there's a lot of things you could be listening to. So we really appreciate that you're choosing Firecracker Department. And we just got one better, because you're here. See you next time on the firecracker department, everybody.